man, this must be some really, really angry dad tossing out F-bombs and such about the mRNA injections. My heart is so broken. I can't keep quiet anymore. We know these vaccines cause at least two to three percent of people who get them will have adverse events like you just heard. They're not making this up. Yeah, but he's not. He is a world-renowned pediatrician. That's why his speech led all the newscasts the day he gave it. That's why the newscasts are filled with warnings about the injections. That's why the newscasts are filled with warnings about the sexualizing of children with another child victim of another hypersexualized so-called teacher who, of course, wants to be in classrooms because that's where he gets to express the, 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 the details of his own sex life to children. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Thank you to my brother and partner in the program, Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management, Chief Investment Officer there. Just, uh, if you don't have your retirements in order, you would know it in your gut. And the good news is you might be able to retire early. You might not know that. Zach can tell you that. It's knowyourriskradio.com. Hey, are you in um, the media business and you listen to this podcast? If you're not, hold on for a second. I'm talking to people in media real quick, but we all get to listen in. I was going through my Twitter um, followers the other day because I was curious about something. I see a bunch of uh, blue checks, conservative media blue checks. I see Fox News producers. I see some big names in podcasting and I see that they follow me. Now, I'm not a blue check. I have no interest in being a blue check because I've got to give Twitter information and I don't want to give them that respect. But it leads me to believe that if they're subscribing to or following me on Twitter, they probably follow the cast. So here's my offer to you guys. If you work in media and you are being silenced and you're being told, for instance, we're not going to report on the transing of kids because I know that's happening and you do too. We're not going to report on uh, on young women who desperately want their bodies back after having been conned into being mutilated. And you want to run stories on that and you're not being allowed to. Or you want to run stories on injection injuries or deaths from the injections. And you're, you're getting these desperate notes from parents saying someone has to tell our story. And your newsroom has told you flat out. We will not discuss this. If you're an opinion media, like in talk radio, and you're being told, do not air that stuff, or there's things you can't say, you can tell me, uh, I cut the cord. And if I ever go back into radio, it will be with a, with a brave programmer who's not going to come to me with speech codes. Uh, and it's going to take me another decade to ever be spiritually mature enough to be a pastor 
So podcasting and other activities are it for me. So there's, there's no corporate overlord. There's never going to be pharma money in this podcast. So I'm a safe place for you to come. I will, I've never given up a source and I never will. So get with me. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, DM me. I will give you a Proton email address and we can visit. And I'll help you tell your story because people need to understand the degree to which we live in a, in a controlled media environment because we truly do. And there are clear exceptions. <laughs> no one's telling Tucker Carlson what to say. I doubt very much anyone's telling Ben Shapiro what to say. Daniel Horowitz. I, I don't think for five seconds that Glenn, Glenn, at the, Glenn Bleck at the, at the Blaze would allow anything like that. I, I, couldn't, I wouldn't believe that for two seconds. Um, so, but if it is, I mean, let me know if you're at the blaze and they're doing that, let me know. I just doubt it. I, I could, I, it would baffle me if Glenn Beck did anything like that. Um, human events. I doubt they're censored because they're still somewhat, they're, they're still somewhat free. They're still somewhat independent, but we do live in a controlled media environment. And this is very, very, very provable. And, and I want to go through a series of things that show the degree to which this is being, we're in this controlled and media environment. And again, most of it goes to the mockingbirds because Fox is still far better than the alternatives. Although the newsroom is dead to me because they jumped on board the, the chemically um, mutilating children train and non-skeptically, I'll never trust their newsroom again, ever. If you don't, if you don't understand that as an evil, then I can't, I can't have any trust in you as a media organization but their opinion people head and shoulders above. So with the Mockingbirds, let's start at the very top of this. And that is that there is this coordinated effort to hide what's being done in the schools. And this is so clear given what the left is doing with libs of TikTok. This is, of, of all things, it is the most absurd form of censorship and we know that Twitter is an adjunct to the government. We know that. The, the, Jen Psaki bragged about that. We know through the whistleblower that the Department of Homeland Security was working with Twitter, working with the same person at Twitter, by the way, who was the executive at Twitter who blocked the Hunter Biden story from being heard. Blocked and, in fact, uh, suspended the New York Post, the second oldest newspaper in the country, started by Alexander Hamilton. Th they suspended the New York Post for wanting to tell the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop. So we know that they're an adjunct to the government. We know that the government wanted to be even more in control of Twitter. So we know all these things. And libs of TikTok, and you know the story of these guys, all she does. And we know it's a she now because she's been doxxed by the left. All she does is show leftists talking to audiences they think are other leftists. That's all she does. She gets videos of people recording themselves on social media to be heard. Okay, they want these words heard. Because in, in their evil, uh, ungodly sphere sexualizing kids is perfectly normal because these people themselves are victims of a long, slow rolling plan to destroy the United States. And that's the consolation prize for them, destroying the United States. The big prize is destroying souls. And that's clear because all of this is ungodly. 
So libs of TikTok, all they do is take stuff off TikTok and put it on Twitter. That's, that's it. And they become one of the biggest Twitter channels that exists. The censors at Twitter have been talking about how do we ban libs of TikTok? And, and this, got, this got found out by James O'Keefe and by libs of TikTok. So they've had these discussions day after Twitter's uh, days after Twitter locked libs of TikTok's Twitter account for criticizing so-called drag shows for kids. Libs of TikTok released purported screenshots revealing a debate among Twitter employees over whether to ban the popular account. This is from Newsbusters writes this up. A lot of sites are, are paying attention to this. Those of TikTok tweeted on June 13, Twitter employees are currently debating whether to ban us. We have screenshots of their internal discussions. And the screenshots say things like, I mean, I mean, we successfully deplatformed Trump. I, I don't think deplatforming libs of TikTok is going to cause a mass exodus, said one employee. Another person bashed Twitter for not banning the account, saying the platform is so low that the devil himself is having to squat to get to their level. Oh, wow. The, the devil himself is having to squat to get to the level of libs of TikTok, but not the people saying teach kindergartners to use to use sex toys. This is like blaming an amplifier. This is like blaming this microphone for what I say. Literally, this is like blaming this stupid mic, which, by the way, has a short in it. This is driving me crazy. It's like blaming this mic for what I say, because all it's doing is, is amplifying me into this gear so you can hear me. That's it. It is so utterly bizarre that they consider it a crime to amplify the voices of people who wanted to be amplified or they, had, or they would not put their voices out. But why are they so panicked? Because these people have pedophilic tendencies. Because if you have a desire to sit in a room with little kids and like this man who dressed as a, a prostitute dash stripper dash 13 year old boy's fantasy of a porn star woman and spread his legs and let the kids see his, his naked male genitalia. Whoops. Oh, did you see my lady penis? Whoops. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, wardrobe malfunction. If you have a desire to do that, you have a desire to sexualize kids. And libs of TikTok, in their world, this is all very, very normal. And folks, we live in two separate worlds. And theirs is very much of the flesh and the fleshly desires and very much awaiting millstones unless they repent. So the fact that these guys want to ban this account speaks to this controlled media environment because they don't even want people's voices amplified when people wanted to be heard. And it goes back to the normalization of controlling the media environment when you don't have journalists saying, wait a minute, hold on a second. You're banning a site for simply amplifying what, what teachers say? This is caught. Yeah, they they are thrilled with this. Because they understand this stuff is coming outside of its natural environment. Then there's this. The other thing that has never been covered properly in the media is the global nature of what's being pushed down into the schools. So you go from libs of TikTok, not a story. 
unless it's on conservative media, the attempt to censor it, not a story, the overt, organized, global, top-down push to make kids have sex at younger ages, to normalize adults talking to them about sex. Now, I began talking about this almost, gosh, almost four years ago when I discovered they were doing this in Washington State, the the separate country of Washington. And there are people who cannot see this as global. I pointed out over the weekend that um, there, and we'll get into this case of this teacher who's been fired and what he said, but I pointed to this case of this, this teacher who was fired in Hawaii. In fact, there's two cases we're going to discuss here. One in Hawaii, uh, one, one from another state. I pointed to the case in Hawaii and said, um, when Chris Rakedahl, who's the boss of government schools in the separate country of Washington, um, Rakedahl is a pervert. And I, I'm not saying that by my opinion. Uh, I'm saying that judged upon his actions of obsessing about sexualizing children, that's a perverted act. And to do it at that level, that's, that's a perverted act. So based upon his behaviors, he's a pervert. Well, you want to call that my opinion? Fine, call that my opinion. But when I tweeted this and said, I warned when you start sexualizing kids, this sort of stuff will happen. And a guy from Seattle comes on and he's, he's 40 years old or made 40 under 40, something like that. And he said, um, this happened in Hawaii. You're going to have to explain your logic. A lot of problem, people are going to have problems with it if I do. And I wrote back and said, it's part of a global push. He's part of a group of school bosses who are committed to sexualizing children. It's a global effort. It's going to have a global result. And he still didn't get it. Oh, if you see some form of conspiracy here, you're going to have to fill it in for me because I can't see it. If you can look around the country and around the world and not see that all of a sudden it's very, very important for, 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 for men pretending to be stripper-prostitutes-cartoon porn stars to get in front of kids and be sexual with them. If you don't notice that that was an on, a switch that got flipped on about four years ago and all of a sudden it's pervasive and very, very important, then you really can't even, you, you, you have no ability to observe society because you've been blinded. You've been blinded by, I don't know, I, I mean, this guy, this, well, he's a Mensa guy, he says, so clearly he can't be blinded because he's far too smart. But here's what happened, uh, first of all, from the New York Post. And, and this, if, if, you don't, if, if people don't understand this, you know, let me say it this way. How do, you catch, um, how do you catch rats? You put out stuff rats like to eat, right? Just yesterday in the program, we played this audio of this woman in England who is a model and goes around trying to entrap guys into wanting to have sex with her. Married guys so she can get paid money to show that husbands, spouses are, uh, are, are honest and loyal or not. How does she catch men? Well, she displays a bunch of cleavage and rubs up against them and is flattering and flirty and, and tries to get them to want to have sex with her. What do you do with rats? You put out food rats want. What's, what does Burger King do? They blow the smell of their, um, of their beef up into the air. So everybody wants it. So, it, you, you know, olfactory senses. Well, how do you catch pedophiles? You gather a bunch of kids. You to put them in a place where they're poorly supervised. Well, that's one way to catch them. Now, now they've accelerated this. 
You set up a job where your job is, as you see it, to sit with six-year-olds and talk about erections and oral sex and talk about who you have sex with and that you don't have a boyfriend. You're not really a boy. You're a girl, even though you look like a boy and have a beard. You're a girl and you don't have a boyfriend. That's a girlfriend, even though he looks like a boy. You get to do this. This is how you catch. This is how you attract pedophiles. You create the environment. This is not news. The, 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 the mockingbirds still aren't making this move. Fox hasn't drawn this connection yet. I'm sure Tucker and Laurel ha- Laura have, but they haven't drawn this connection yet. You are building the trap for pedophiles, but they're not being captured. They're being promoted. This is from the New York Post. A high school teacher has been fired from her job after she let female students take topless photos for an art project. Emma Wright, 41, was working as as an art teacher at Huxlow Science College in North Hampshire, England. Back in 2017, when the classroom um, uh, photo shoot took place, according to The Sun, Wright led girls as young as 15 to get partially naked pictures of themselves and other female students. In some of the photos, the, the, the pupils purposely used bottles of alcohol in their hands to cover their breasts. In other images, the girls allegedly made offensive gestures while smoking and wearing their school uniforms. The son claims that one shocking snap even saw one of the girls posing with her hand inside her underwear or in a pose which stimul- simulated masturbation. Wright blasted her termination as injustice, telling the son, I'm a good person. I'm not the person they're making me out to be. They've got an understanding. They've got to have an understanding of, of art and education. No, they need to have an understanding that posing 15-year-olds sexually is the creation of child pornography. And you, teacher right, are the creation of an over-sexualized college environment. You, teacher right, have been taught that things that are not normal and are in fact uh, abjectly rejected by the New Testament, not to mention, not to mention the Old Testament, the Lord of the, the Lord of, uh, of, of Abraham and, and Israel, made it very clear: you don't do incest, you don't do child sacrifice, uh, you don't treat kids this way. And the Lord Jesus was even more clear. One of the gravest threats he issued was to people who put themselves between kids and him. And we talk about it a lot on the show because it's omnipresent in our society. So this stuff has been kept secret until now because the Lord is revealing it. He sees everything and he's revealing this. So what are we doing about it? If your kids are or grandkids are in the government schools, they're in this to some degree. And there are no safe government schools. There's far better ones. There's really, really good ones. There's excellent teachers. If you live in a godly county or a godly state, which is rare, but a godly county, you're going to have a bunch of godly Christian teachers who are, who are doing their best to keep this stuff out of your kids' minds. They deserve our support. But we have every right in the world to say we're not going to allow this sexualization of children, but most people don't see it. And they dribble it out so slowly. And this is the game the media plays. 
dribble, dribble, dribble. They play along with the Overton window. There's people like me who will get out ahead of this stuff. There's people like me who three years ago said, yeah, absolutely. Chris Reichdahl is a pervert. Yes, absolutely. He's trying to sexualize children. There's people like me who got out ahead of saying, yes, of course, these injections are going to kill people. Look at how they're designed. They can't possibly stop the infections. A, look at how they're designed. B, what, look what world-famous immunologists are saying. They can't stop it. They're not designed to stop it. There's people like us who will get out ahead of this stuff. There's people and you know colleagues in conservative media who will trail people like me or Daniel Horowitz by two to three years. And then they'll come and pick up the slides. And some of them do great. Some of them have far bigger audiences. Matt Walsh is a relatively late comer to the issue of the transjacking, but wow. Matt Walsh is, has done more to stop that than I ever have. Matt deserves a whole bunch of credit for that. Now to this case in Hawaii, there's details that matter here about this teacher busted sexually assaulting a 13 year old on video and sharing it apparently with other, uh, with other pedophiles. The details really matter here. So I uh, opened the show by giving thanks to my friends, um, Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management. Uh, Zach has a live webinar coming up and I really, I've been to these and I suggest you go. Here's why. If you are, have a gut feeling that you are not ready to retire, it's not as locked and loaded as you'd like, right? Pay attention to that gut feeling. Uh, Gavin DeBecker calls it the gift of fear. I beg people to pay attention to the gift of fear. Or if you've done the math and you've done a solid analysis on this and you don't know if you need to, if you should take social security, if you're going to need long-term care planning, or you think maybe you can retire early, but you don't know, stop with the don't know, because the worst part of financial questions is not knowing. And some of us don't want to know. You ever play that game with yourself or you, uh, I'll think about that in 10 years. Well, Hey, guess what? It's 10 years. So Zach is putting on this free webinar. It's coming up Thursday, June 30th at 3 p.m. And you can join me there by simply going to knowyourriskradio.com and registering. These things do require that you register in advance at knowyourriskradio.com. Zach will talk about if, do you have enough to retire? Should you take social security? And he'll go into detail on why investment strategies like the classic 60-40 stock bond mix are outdated and they put you at risk in today's inflationary environment. And of course, you'll learn the details about their risk management strategy. At heart, Zach's a teacher. At heart, he'd be happy if people could do this all on their own, but the sophistication with which Bulwark Capital Management undertakes this makes it really difficult. Go learn about it. Thursday, June 30th at 3 p.m. PST. Here's how you register. Just go to knowyourriskradio.com. That's knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. The um, mockingbirds don't want you to know these things. We live in a controlled media environment, and this show, as it unfolds, is vibrant proof of that. We started with libs of TikTok. The mockingbirds are participating in ignoring the fact that Twitter wants to ban a site that does nothing more than amplify the voices of adults who seek to sexualize children. 
They happen to be teachers and they seek to, to, to sexualize children. The mockingbirds are ignoring what we can see with our own eyes is an increase in cases of child sex abuse in schools. These are the same mockingbirds that use that opportunity to try to destroy the Catholic church. And you can see where there is a double standard, there's a hidden agenda. They wanted the Catholic church destroyed. They want the government schools held up and, and they want the government school to continue to have power over our children. So this is a teacher that the, um, the, the, the post-millennial got the, got the details in this guy. His name is Alden Boonig. He described himself on Twitter as a socialist high school teacher fighting for a better society for my students to graduate into. Did you hear that? So ends the sentence with a preposition. <laughs> He's a teacher. It should read socialist high school teacher fighting for a better society into which my students will graduate. Artist, dancer, singer, photographer, writer, creator, um, creative educator. And he's said things on Twitter like this. You are F word acting like we want to show kids porn or something. But something I've learned through the years is that whenever right wingers accuse others of something, it's definitely because they're projecting. Okay, what was he doing? He's admitted to having sex with a 13-year-old student and, share, and, and taking video and sharing the footage along with hundreds of other images and videos depicting child pornography. Let me rephrase that to be accurate. Depicting the rape of children because that's what this is. He brags about teaching kids perverse pornographic sex ed. He brags about sexualizing children. Boonig admitted that he'd been sharing child pornography with a teacher in Philadelphia, according a, a teacher in Philadelphia. Wow, that must be big news. Well, local television has it. K-H-O-N in Honolulu has it. How come this isn't national news? Wait a minute. Look, let's be honest. If, I mean, let me just think of this off the top of my head. If Joe Biden's daughter accused him of taking inappropriate showers with him, uh, with her, that that would be that. I mean, it's not like that. Ha what? Wait, that happened? Well, I got a guest in the studio here. What? Ashley Biden's diary. Wow. Well, I'm sure that'll be news. I'm sure that'll be big news that the, the, the daughter of the guy who's the figurehead said um, she remembered being sexualized early as a kid, having sex with her friends early as a kid and taking showers with her father. And it was probably inappropriate. She would be the second Biden child to be have a, a, a obvious sex addiction issue and a drug addiction issue. Now, I understand that excellent parenting sometimes breaks down, but when there is a pattern when there's a pattern, Hunter and Ashley, I will pray for Hunter and Ashley. Boonig, this teacher, also admitting to having sex. Can we change this post-millennial? It's not having sex, it's raping. Raping a 13-year-old at the school during lunch breaks. During lunch breaks. No other teachers at the school said, hey, um, you know, we've got a question for you. Um... Why are you always 
um, Alden Bunag. Why are you always taking a 13-year-old boy into a private room during lunch? What are you doing there privately with him? No one said that? Speaking with KHON, former Hawaii Attorney General Doug Chin said it's telling that Benag can confess to his front crimes. This goes to show a lot of times when people are involved in these types of crime, they do, they do think they can get away with it. Yes, he was taking video of it. Now, take this back up to the level of libs of TikTok. How many of us are calling these people groomers? Because they're groomers. I've gone through the scenario on this show about how grooming works. Because I learned it from cops. And so, again, there are people like me who will get out ahead of this and say, yes, this is about sexualizing kids. And it creates an environment that will be infested by pedophiles. This is how you would write a job description to attract pedophiles. And it wasn't conservative news. It wasn't. This has been accessible news for four years. This push has been acceptable for four years. It was four years ago where those of us who've been paying attention to the ungodly attack on children started to notice the organized effort to sexualize kids that began with making pedophilia okay. This is a so-called doctor named Alan Walker. Um, it's a he, she person. The, the voice, the smoky, inhuman, tin-sounding voice is evidence of hormonal adjustments. Alan Walker has been placed on leave, as I understand that I'm recalling from memory from various places, wrote a book defending pedophiles, although so-called Dr. Alan Walker wants us to know that they're not pedophiles, they're... Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act... Um, have advocated for use of the term map. Oh, okay. So th- that's why she calls Donald Trump make America great again. Got it. Call people what they want to be called. Fair enough. I want to be called finder of perverts. See, the, the fact that they are coordinated in hiding this stuff or refusing to report it because it's, quote, too hot to handle, reminds us of some things. And they're important things to remember. They're these things. Luke 12, verse 2 to 3. There is nothing concealed that will, be dis- um, that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What you've said in the dark will be heard in the daylight. What you've whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the rooftops. Luke 12, verse 2 through 3. Ephesians 5, verse 6 through 14. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Do not be partners with them. Keep that in mind when we get to this church event. Verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now are in the light, um, in, in, in the Lord, pardon me, in the Lord. You are now light in the Lord. Live as children of the light, For the full fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. 
and find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible and everything that is illuminated becomes light. That is why it must be said, wake up sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Wake up sleeper. This stuff has been accessible. It's been knowable because of people like Alan Walker, because of people who find themselves being validated by preschool kids, validating their gender dysphoria, calling them a woman. It's called autogynephilia. It's a sexual turn on for men like that. That stuff's being hidden, and so is the silent genocide. You will not believe the details on this. You will not believe it. Hey, um, Bone Frog Coffee is the coffee I'm drinking. This is this morning. I'm drinking it out of, um, it's ironic because I'm drinking it out of the mug of my former coffee hut I used to go to every morning. Great mugs. Great place. I just got to get him to buy the Bone Frog. And honestly, I'd go buy Bone Frog from him. I'd go back there in a heartbeat. I love that ritual. It's the Frogman Roast. Uh, we got our package of Bone Frog on Friday. And this is a big, big change in our family. Um, I was jonesing for the frog at bonefrog.us. And I asked my wife, hey, are we getting the Bone Frog? She said, yep, 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 it's coming. I got an alert, it's coming today. Now that's just me. But then my daughter comes down and she looks at the coffee machine. She said, are we getting Bone Frog? Yeah, it's, it's coming in the mail today. Okay, because uh, is, this, is this the last bone frog? It'll be here. It goes down to the quality of the coffee. Here's all I'm asking you to do. And if you've not done yet, this yet, may I ask you to do that this week? Try them. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Try the coffee. If you buy coffee, try the frog. Start with one bag. Start with whatever you need or K-cup. It comes in K-cup. This is all I ask. Taste test it. If it's not better coffee than you're drinking now, don't buy it, right? Unless you love the story, 25-year Navy veteran, Navy SEAL. Um, you're going to look at the package. It says God, country, team on it. You notice that it's still there, even though big retailers are going to say, you can't say God on your bag. Well, he's going to. And those principles aren't going to change, unlike that other rifle company, rifle coffee company that was all about the Second Amendment until Kyle Rittenhouse needed to use it. And make sure you use this website, though, because you get 5% off subscription plans there for life. 5% off. It's bonefrog.us. Okay. Not com. Make sure you go to bonefrog.us. Talking about the news that the party has disappeared. And by the way, I do mean the party. Do you see, does anyone see Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy out speaking about the sexualization of children anywhere? Nope. Nope. Not in their, uh, not in their targets. Their, their, um, their social, their, their fiscal conservatives. Tomorrow, I'm going to describe why it's impossible to be a fiscal conservative. I have news for you. If you think you're a fiscal conservative with all love and all respect to you, you're not. There's no such thing as a fiscal conservative. Can't be done. I had a meeting um, this past week with a really cool younger guy who is starting a think tank, a regional think tank. I believe that he's a very good man. I believe he's a good family man. I told him to his face 
because he sought my input on the think tank. I said, I don't think it's possible to be a fiscal conservative. You're going to have to tell me. How do people convince themselves they can divorce these things? I'll give you a heads up, just a, a preview of the show tomorrow. How do you have fiscal conservatism when kids come out of environments like this as drug addicted, angry, racist little sex bots who need government assistance because they can't function because they've been so riddled with mental illness and anxiety because they've been turned into sexual beings at the age of five? because they're told they're either racist or victims and because they've been snacking on psychotropics so kindly provided by our sponsors at Pfizer. How do you then have fiscal conservatism? How do you have fiscal conservatism when the left has taught them that truth is whatever the heck the left says it is or the party says it is? How can you go to young people who are the age of 18 and say, this is too expensive when they don't even know what a man or a woman is? All they know is it's, well, it's not, Bill Gates says it's not expensive. Let's say heads up on this. This is not a um, particularly recent video. I mean, it's not super old, but it's not particularly recent. This is Dr. Paul Merrick you're going to hear. And I bleeped out his use of the F word. I actually thought about keeping it because I don't, uh, something I, I, I'm guessing this guy doesn't walk around tossing the S word or the F word off of his tongue. But then again, I didn't think MSN would, would publish a piece that detailing that, that people who get severe COVID flu are, are most often found to have been injected. In other words, people who have not been injected, pure broads like me, who have not been injected are very, very rarely found to have serious COVID flu. But MSN did publish that piece. And then according to the National Pulse, they deleted that piece. <laughs> Published it at MSN, where Bill Gates is still the biggest shareholder, and then, then withdrew the, the, the publishing. Whoops, delete that. This is Dr. Paul Merrick. It's a very emotional response, hearing about how early treatments are being crushed, and specifically the government plan to continue to shoot kids up with mRNA injections. This is coming to five and six-year-olds. This is not news, not on Fox. Oh, Tucker and Laura, not on Fox News and not on a bunch of conservative radio. I invite you during your listening to conservative radio, listen for the hosts who are talking about what this stuff is doing to children. Paul is originally from South Africa. He's been all over the world. He's the number two ICU doctor, most published, number two in the world. And he is here to tell you the truth about his reaction to what he just heard up here. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Paul Merrick. Thank you. Thank you, Christina. My heart <laughs> is so broken. I can't keep quiet anymore. We know these vaccines cause at least two to three percent of people who get them will have adverse events like you've just heard. They're not making this up. Two to three percent. Now you figure out how many people have been vaccinated in this country and across the world. There are millions of people who are suffering. They're being ignored. They're not getting treatment and they're suffering. 
We know exactly what their diagnosis is. I know exactly what it is. I know what it's caused by, and I know how to treat it, and they will not let us treat these people. The NIH knows about these people. They know what causes it, and they will not treat these people. And that has to change. There's no disease in medicine that you can't treat. It's never too late. It's never too late. These people... These vaccine-injured people are suffering, and we need to do something for them. This is a humanitarian crisis. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to say that because it's a travesty. These, we have treatments for these people. It's not perfect, but we need to come out of the closet and offer them treatments. We need to work together and figure out what works and what doesn't work. It's a crime against humanity. Now, again, there are people who will get out ahead of this stuff. There are people who will trail people like myself and Daniel Horowitz, trail us for two to three years. And then when it becomes perfectly safe, they'll get out and say these things. That's one way to do it. And I'm not anybody's judge. Uh, it's a career thing. You decide. But I would just say this to people who follow that route. How many times are we going to have to show you that the patterns are clear? How many times are we going to have to demonstrate for you that the party hates you? How many times are we going to have to show their disdain for the minds and bodies of children? How many years is it going to take for you to awake sleeper? Let no one deceive you with empty words because of such things. God wrath will come on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Uh, some children are born in the wrong body. Let's, let's run this story, Fox News. I've been deceived by empty words. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Now, this next clip, I want you to hear this and then I want to tell you who's saying it. It's once again on the COVID flu. And, and, and by the way, one of the, one of the other hidden stories is the, is the political prisoners of January 6th. Wait, did I just skip ahead? I must have skipped ahead. What about this? Wait, are we talking COVID? Well, are we? Dr. Simone Gold, who is one of the, um, the practitioners and one of the ladies who put a, a focus on early treatment. She saved countless lives by sticking her neck out and speaking out about COVID, about the abuse of remdesivir, about killing people with that kidney-killing trash that was just waiting for a virus that, that Fauci could pimp with it, could use to pimp that garbage. Dr. Simone Gold is in prison for 60 days, supposedly for trespassing on the Capitol. She'd been in Washington, D.C. She was to give remarks after President Trump spoke. That, that, that rally broke up early because of what was going on at the Capitol. So she left. She was in a crowd of people. Her explanation through her lawyer is that she was walking with a group of people who were welcomed into the Capitol. Remember that? Where the Capitol Police opened the doors and let people in? Simone Gold, Dr. Gold went in there and she spoke. 
She didn't break things. She didn't hit people. Unlike the Capitol Hill police, she didn't beat a woman to death with a first a metal baton and then a big wood log stick thing post. She didn't shoot an unarmed white woman. She spoke about early treatment, about healthcare liberty. She's in prison for 60 days. Yes, I know that Stephen Colbert's staff has also been arrested. Do you think they're going to do 60 days in prison? So wait, are we talking COVID or are we talking January 6th? We're talking about disappeared stories. We're talking about the party crushing people. We're talking about people who cannot seem to catch the patterns They've got all the microphones in the world and they're afraid to use them. If you put on the full armor of Christ, you're going to be, you know what? You're going to be invincible. You put on the full armor of Christ Jesus, you will be invincible until he says you're not. Until the Lord says, well done, my good and faithful servant, you can come home. So I'm going to play this clip. Senator Ron Johnson pointed this clip out on Twitter. Senator Ron Johnson said, um, well, I won't tell you what he said because it will give away who's saying this. So listen to this clip, then I'll tell you whose voice this is. Yes. So so there are the, the data, the, there are data on uh, the incidence of myocarditis in this age range. Um, and uh, I can pull that out, but um, uh, there are, this is this is a known phenomena in the 12 to 17 year old age range, right. and the 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 rate that it was seen in uh, uh, in the um, in the 12 to 17 year olds who were vaccinated seemed to be about fivefold higher than the baseline rate um, that we uh, would expect, and that's why this is not a slam dunk. It's not like this is uh, unlike. The thrombosis. Remember that we we with the J and J vaccine, there was the thrombosis thrombocytopenia syndrome. There, in the absence of getting vaccinated, the chance of having that was vanishingly small, zero basically. So there, anything you saw, you knew was real. Here, it's very challenging when something's only three to five times more uh, common in a vaccinated population. You don't know whether. It's just cases that have kind of uh, cases that would have been there that aren't really associated with the vaccine that have come up or how much actually the vaccine has increased that risk. Okay, let's stop there. First of all, he's an FDA doctor who's saying this. His name is Dr. Peter Marks. He says five times amount in, in young people who've been injected with the mRNA poison and versus those who haven't, five times more likely to have myocarditis. Then he starts to dribble off into, well, but really that's inconclusive. Here's something that's not conclusive or not inconclusive. That age range is more likely to die playing football. That age range is more likely to die swimming walking across the street, choking. Seriously, that age range is more likely to die from choking. So with this risk and that you don't know, according to you, you don't know, 
that this is tied to the injections, according to you. Well, maybe we could look at some other signals. Like the UK, which is slightly ahead of us in forcing kids to get injected. You know what they're seeing? An alarming increase in upper respiratory viruses in children that never happen during the summer. Suddenly happening during the summer. You know what else we see? A sudden massive increase in all-cause mortality in people. You know what else we see? Sudden death. We see 17-year-old girls dropping dead in their sleep from heart attacks. We see people in their 30s suddenly dying from stroke and heart attacks where prior to that they'd been absolutely healthy. So Dr. Marks, thank you for admitting the myocarditis signals are there. Dr. Marks, pray. Pray that you will no longer be deceived by empty words. Safest, most secure election in history. Sorry, wrong scandal. Safe and effective. The figurehead is saying that these injections are safe and effective for five-year-olds. No such data exists. And this won't be reported. Then there's this. You know how you are paying for um, so-called sex change surgeries or what I would refer to as genital mutilation for illegal immigrants and terrorists are being held in prison cells and, 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 and attempted rapists and murderers being held in, in, prison, in prison cells. You know how you're doing that? You are. You're paying to have them cosmetically made into the, uh, to, to appear to be the opposite sex. You know what you didn't pay for? You didn't pay for cancer treatments for a guy named Chris Worrell who was arrested on January 6th. He was charged with disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted bu- a building and, and violent entry and disorderly conduct on the, on the Capitol grounds. That's what he's charged with. No, no, no violence against people. No hitting a cop. Apparently no threatening of people. He broke into a building. He has been denied cancer treatments for eight months. His girlfriend says now he's in dire straits. Oh, Epic Times has a story no one else does. How many stories have you seen about our mean, mean, mean DHS people denying this or that treatment for illegal immigrants? Denying sex change hormones for prisoners. We live in a controlled media environment. I'm going to wrap the show the way I started it. If you work in media and you need to keep your job, I get it. There was a cost to leaving radio. There was. The Lord has been with us. This audience has been with us. If you hear this and you work in media and it's burning a hole in your gut because you're participating in the lie about the injections, about the sexualizing of children, come to me. Get with me on Twitter. Most of you follow me there. If you're in media, send me a direct message. I will give you a private Proton email account. Email address, rather. We can talk through there safely. Well, so as far as we know. And in encrypted form. And I will never give you up. But if you work in media and you're being silenced, you need to tell people. 
This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and yes, yes, let all of us sleepers awake, rise from the dead, and ask that Christ will shine upon us. <laughs>